0: Hey friends, Mercedes here. Totally honored to be the owner of Into the Woods, a business centered around whole life wellness and transformative experiences, as well as a practicing therapist and coach. My life's work is all about creating spaces, literally and figuratively for women to unlock their true success and have more peace, joy and love in their hearts, lives and calling. As a leader, yes, you are that leader I'm talking about. I can see you want to be more productive and in service to others, to have that work-life balance with more joy and meaning, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, right? Am I right? (laughs) I want you to understand and know that it's not just about your ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that you can slow down to speed up and step into your life as a purpose-fueled woman, and that it can be simple, but oh so powerful. Come on in. Let's walk this journey together, one season at a time. Let's step deeper into the life God created you for. Welcome to her unapologetic life. Hello, hello. How is the day going for you all? We are at episode 155, I believe. Sometimes I lose track of time and space, but that's where I think we are. I hope you're having a good one. I was planning to be here with Amanda, so you're probably like, where's the other person? She got sick, you know, kindergarten teacher, I'm not sure, you know, all that good stuff. So f- because of that and because I had a lot of aha moments and a few epiphanies and all that stuff regarding last episode, I decided to do a part two uh, for hobbies and then bonus in next week. So we'll be go- we'll be back next week with Amanda, of course, and we'll be riffing again, um, which is so much fun. So yeah, like after I recorded the episode, I was talking to my husband a little bit more about it, talking to people about it, and You know, it's interesting how when you start, you know, you open up yourself to something where you're like, I want to grow in this area or I want to look at this, more things come forth, right? And so um, that's kind of where we're at. And it started with a discussion this week with a husband about – plans you know he and I are always um, having our opinions about plans it's it's life family life right who what we get to do when the kids have their stuff that they have to do we have our stuff we have to do and then it comes into the hobbies and the free time the area where like I said last um in last episode you know I could take a page out of Brett's book on this one and I hope you've been kind of looking around at the guys in your life uh for that as well right (laughs) and so um That's kind of where we're at. So to start, I wanted to define hobby a little bit more. I've had a few more conversations in the last couple weeks. And I think we really do have that, like, hobbies. We have this idea that hobbies have to be this huge, big, extravagant, time-consuming thing. And it really isn't the case. I kind of like to define hobby Hobby is being something that you do in your free time, in your for a pastime, something that you enjoy with or without others. And um, it's just something that kind of it just brings fun. And like we've been talking about, we have an easier time probably filling our time at work and you know being in that realm, hence, Amanda's coming next week to talk. But Really, it it really will do us a huge favor for ourselves, and actually for our families and our husbands, um, to look at how we're spending our time and you know how we can actually lead into this this thing this hobby thing. So, take a second to define hobby for yourself a little deeper than maybe you did last time. And um, when you're taking inventory of that, you know, like how does it feel to know that it doesn't this big thing, and you can actually this is a bonus coaching tip. You can try on things for size. I always say when I give people tools or ideas in session that it's kind of like going to the store, you know, once you get it on, if it's going to work for you or not. And the best thing you can do is to choose what looks, you feel, feels right, looks right, all that stuff for you. So it's kind of this thing too, right? So anyway, when I was taking inventory about this, my husband and I were having a discussion. Um, We're kind of talking about, you know, things and it was like, oh, we kind of get stuck on Um, When it comes to free time during the week and on the weekends, and I probably touched on this before, but I'm going to go a little deeper on this. Um, I don't know about you, but a lot of the ladies I know, including myself, we reserve most of the time in both realms, weekends, weekdays. We look to our family schedule. You know, they have those calendars where you have each family member on. Well, I have one, and you might find this surprising. I'm being very sarcastic. Uh, It's empty. It does keep the date for me, (laughs) but that's about it. Um, I keep, I pretty much keep our schedules on um, my calendar thing, and I feel like Luke and I are the ones who are, you know, he's still driving him here and there. He's pretty social. We've got a lot going on. So, But we are definitely looking to see, can I do something? oh, shoot, the husband has a trip planned, or, oh, we got to go to a soccer game, or, you know, um, all sorts of things. A friend and I have been trying to walk, and it's like, we have soccer games on the opposite nights, because our kids don't go to the same school. And it's like, how is this happening? It's not even intentional, and you just have to kind of have a sense of humor about it, right? But when you're looking at that, um, a lot of our ladies, a lot of our lady friends and us, we reserve time for people, people first. Well, This another page out of the husband's book, which will kind of be review, is um, that's not the case for him. And I'll use my husband as an example. Can't speak in general, but let me know if you relate. His philosophy is I'm home during the week, most of the week I'm around helping out, and so then for the most part, weekends are what he wants to do. Of course, within reason, respect, and then you know he he also takes into account what's going on with the kids, and then the extended family too. So hear the difference it's like he's just like well he will say to me what do you have planned for the weekend knowing full well what he wants to do so we've talk- talked about him just saying like I have plans for this weekend just went around to buy you or what are you thinking because usually when he ask me that question it's not really you know him and usually I find myself saying I haven't really planned too much um what are you thinking and then he says that and then I get disappointed because it's not it doesn't revolve around me <laughs> So that's our pattern. We've talked a lot about it. But what I've noticed is that he he cons- he like he conserves his energy all week, fills his cup, right? He's hanging out, doing the things, relaxing in front of the TV a little bit. Um, and then he prioritizes himself um, and his projects um, throughout the week. And then again, on the weekend, he just does a really good job of that. He does what he wants, right? And that's cool, right? But <laughs> – I'm here for you, not for the husbands of the world. And so we have to to remember, like, remember, we have some barriers. So let's review a second. We're held back by more than these three things um, when it comes to, you know, prioritizing ourselves, creating that time and space, getting the hobbies right. Remember, we have that self-neglect, abandonment, restriction, considering everybody else first. I've been talking about it. And then two, we don't – remember, we genuinely don't always know what we want to do. Like – Um, What what do we want to invest our time and energy into? It just feels like one more thing, right? That's the third one. It's just one more thing. Um, We have enough on our plate. And if we're looking at it from the perspective that we have to add more, then it's not going to work so well, right? So no wonder we have a hard time prioritizing ourselves. Give yourself a little bit of a break, right? Um, But I'm here to challenge your status quo. I'm here to get you out of your comfort zone that really isn't that comfortable once you get out of it. Um, you'll notice, but so what if you allowed yourself to look at your time, the breakdown of it in a, in a different way, like your to-do list, your fun list, whatever you want to call any of your lists, looking at it from a different perspective and taking inventory and looking, you know, breaking down maybe the weekdays and the weekends, right? Um, We never really did that. And part of the issue was I thought that, oh my goodness, he was focusing only on himself. But when I learned that he was like, well, I work hard during the week. I'm here for you if you need me, um, then on the weekends, I mean, it's a no-brainer for him to be like, hey, I've got some time that I get to spend and replenish. I mean, that seems healthy to me. And, you know, the discussion I always have, um, it, it's, it's balanced until it's not. But most of the time, actually, if I have to admit it here, he doesn't listen to the podcast, it is pretty a pretty healthy balance um, that he has going on. So if you're looking at the weekend and you're like, hmm, I can actually take some time for myself. Um, still, most of us don't do that. Uh, I can't even tell you how many women are like, you know, they don't even justify taking um, Saturday morning to go do something. Talking talked with a client about um, she started doing yoga on Saturdays and it felt so good. But before that, she was kind of doing the same thing. Like, do I do this? Should I do this? Um, and there's, you know, so many other women too, it's like they go out for coffee with a, with a friend or for a walk, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I guess I could go for a walk Saturday morning with my friend if we can't hit the weeknights. But sometimes too, I feel like, oh, Saturday mornings are for sipping coffee. Right. And so we do the balance here. Um, and so I keep talking about balance, right? Remember we ta- we decided that balance is kind of BS, <laughs> But our own balance, our own flow. So anyway, I, I was starting to think about that. And the ahas I was having amidst all of this conversation was, dang, I still have ways to go <laughs> in my work. And um, I tend to not be doing as much on the weekends um, outside of family and home. And I think for a season, that's been really nice. But I think, you know, I'm starting to look around and be like, huh, there's, you know, I could be doing more on the weekend with friends. Um, I don't know about you, what phase of life you're in, but my friends and I, we do not really get together much on the weekends these days. It's usually like, you know, go all week and then we are done. And if we do go out, it might be for dinner as couples or things like that. But, you know, for me lately, it has been respite, respite weekends, and that does not include um, friend time. However, when I'm looking at what brings me joy and what's fun, my hobbies often include other people. For so for example, this past weekend I went for a bike ride with my sister-in-law and Brett's cousin and it was so much fun. I have to say, it was probably more fun because I was on an electric bike. And we did about 20 miles and I haven't biked all summer. As you know, I've been a little more on the DL, but I was considering using my own bike, but so glad that she offered and I accepted. I was told that I would have had to anyway cuz they didn't want to hear me complain, but The most fun, you know, we went from restaurant to bar, restaurant, bar all day, bike 20 miles. It was gorgeous weather, Um, ended the night on the lookout. And it was like, you know, why am I not doing this more? You know, and so part of it is asking yourself the questions too, like, you know, why, why am I stopping myself from doing these things? And what would I be doing differently, right? Um, And so this is just another prime example of taking inventory, Looking at your weekdays, looking at your to-do list for that, looking at where you're compartmentalizing. I actually get a lot of time for me on the weekdays that I realized as well. He's at work nine to five. I'm home half the time working, but, you know, still walking the dogs, cooking, doing my hobbies, really. I mean, you know, I connect with people all day long, but it's just in the flow that's natural to me in my home environment. So when the weekend comes, I think I, I'm i just expecting that we, we head off to the cabin or we, you know, we're doing something together all the time. But, you know, not always the case, right? And can't be. Um, and so when you take inventory, where, like, where are you getting, basically the bottom line is where are you getting your needs met and where are you reti- prioritizing yourself? Because what I found is if we're n- you're not prioritizing yourself, you're probably not spending that time on that hobby, you know. Um, and I think, like I said, we name it we call it a hobby and then it's just like something special to the side. But if we switch it into, you know, self-care, prioritizing self, self-love, self-compassion, what, you know, fun, joy, whatever word you want, insert that, then it's maybe more likely that we will actually go for it. Um, and so for today, I just want to close out. It's totally This was not going to be a long one. I just really wanted you to look at your week and your weekend. And I got some more knowledge from my husband's book, playbook, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I thought I would just bring this here to you so you can deepen this awareness and then the response to that, right? The action. So for today, let's close with these. After hearing both of these episodes, I hope you've heard both at least. What's your excuse now? Like what is still there? What is still in the way? What are you still saying? Oh, I can't or well, yeah, you know, um, and it could be valid. It could be like, oh, dang, I'm still so exhausted. Well, then that's where you go. That's where you go to to focus and prioritize yourself. How can you get the rest? Or if it's like I'm too busy, well, reassess. Or, you know, if it's like, um, you know, the next question is, do you still do you even know what to do with your free time after all of this? Do you, do you still are you still kind of stuck? And I have no idea what to do. That's when you start vision boarding, doing the bliss list, the things that, you know, I, therapists and life coaches do um, and ask, you get into that, like, what, how can I live my life, you know, the way I want to more, right? Asking more of those questions. And then third, ask yourself, how can I make it more fun? So it's not just another to do. I am, things for me have to be fun. You know, Enneagram 7, where I land a lot and just, you know, um, I think I have a little maybe undiagnosed ADD of uh, it has to be like, I have to have a variety. So for me, variety is fun. Okay, so not blaming my um, inability to focus on that, but kind of I know I need to make it fun. I'm, I'm kind of snapping as I go because I need variety. And if you know, that's therefore, I'm not going to probably have a hobby that well, anyway, that's another side note. <laughs> but so you know what I mean? So how can you make it more fun? And like we talked about last time, fun does not have to always be up, you know, high, happy. It can be chill, relaxed, peace, right? Um, and so it's just not another thing to do, right? Um, and then, you know, <laughs> asking yourself, are you living like me and the other women in your life, you know, or are you over there like like living like the guy in your life? So you can gauge yourself zero to 10, right, on <laughs> the scale, you know, um, you know, and, and especially if your guy is doing the thing that's making him happy. Let me clarify that many a man is also working through this. And um, sometimes when women are working on this, they, they recognize other things like, oh, he's also neglecting himself, or he doesn't know how to f- have a hobby fun thing, whatever. So if he's in a place where you're like, and eh, he's stagnant, he's not really working on this, or he hasn't been discussing this with you, Well, discuss it with him. Or if he's not a great person to <laughs> discuss it with, then keep doing what you're doing, um, you know, and keep moving forward, even if he isn't. You know, I, I didn't stop my husband from continuing to work through his hobbies, right? He kept going, even though I did complain a bit. Um. So anyway, that's just that. I want to do that little disclaimer. I'm not saying that men are necessarily emotionally, mentally, physically all healthier on all that and happier. But I'm noticing some trends where they have, they're not have putting up those barriers that we do, if that makes sense, right? And so, you know, it's based, and the other bottom line thing is we have to decide and we have to go for it. We deserve it, right? Um, but we have to go for our own needs um, to be met. No one's gonna do it for us, not even our husband, not our parents, not our friends, and certainly not our kids, right? And so it's really up to us, you know, and I think, of course, you'll find support in all of the above, but it's really up to you. And then you get to decide really how you're spending your time. Um, and if you think you don't have the freedom to do that, let's talk. Cause I love those kinds of conversations. Uh, and so next week we're going to come back with Amanda and she and I have had this age old conversation of like, what do we do? Like, cause work is work. We love our jobs. Right. And we, it feels like a hobby and it feels like a pastime and we fill our time with it. So we're going to riff a little bit about when that happens and you know, we're not saying it's a bad thing for sure, but it's also like, when is it not such a great thing? Um, so we'll, we're going to do a little inventory. We're going to reassess it, right? Um, and like I said, each season, whenever you whenever you like to do your planning, your reassessing, it's great to look at the bigger picture. And that's kind of what we're doing here. Um, so I hope you liked part two. I had kind of some fun thinking about it. Um, maybe I'll tell my husband to listen to these last two episodes see what he thinks. Uh, I don't know if he's ever heard one of my episodes. You never know. Um, But anyway, I hope you're having a good one. I'll be back next week with Amanda and enjoy the September day. Or if you're listening to it later, however it might be. Thanks for listening to today's episode, my friend. If you liked the podcast, please stop by and leave me a review. They really matter. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way. This is the season for you to say yes to you, to serve from an overflowing cup, and to put practices into action that support your life and those you serve and lead. And for more updates and resources, check out the happenings at Into the Woods Spaces and Experiences by visiting intothewoods.co. That's intothewoods, one word, no caps, dot C-O. Here's to living your best, most unapologetic life. See you next week.